Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to just share with you how we need to develop a thick skin when it comes to feedback. Now, I am a person who truly appreciates constructive feedback. I know that we all do, and you heard me use that word constructive, you know, we don't want necessarily someone, you know, just beating us up over our work. We want to learn how we can grow and how we can improve. But sometimes I think it's it's how we take the words that people say and we take them to heart. And so we may think, gosh, that was a tough, you know, critic or gosh, that was way over the top in the way that they you know, express themselves, when in fact, that might just be their personality, the way they talk, and the way that they are direct and to the point when they do give feedback. So, take, honestly, any feedback as a valuable little nugget. Just because somebody gives us feedback, or their opinions, or their thoughts, or ideas, we still have to weigh those and determine what works best for you know what we're going for as authors so I know that back in the day long time ago (laughs) the only people that I really shared my writing with was my mom and my aunt and my niece and that was pretty much it like no one else I did one time venture out to try to let a teacher read my work or, you know, I would ask friends, but it would always fall through and and I wouldn't get a lot of feedback. Well, over time, I just quit sharing my work until I got into my doctorate program. And so while I'm going through my dissertation and the academic writing is intense, I had a reviewer who had graduated from New York University, who had been published in peer-reviewed journals with a long list of uh, academic journals to their name. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, here it comes. And and so I braced myself. I knew that I was going to get just this overwhelming amount of feedback and I did and at first I was like oh man I've never seen anything like it it was brutal (laughs) but then when I went through the process the second time through after doing the revisions the work was clean the work was smooth and I understood that even though it was very short and cut and dry the way that the material was given back to me It was for my own good. And there were some issues that, you know, with the methodologist and we had to go through and and we had to say, well, you know, this is the direction that we're going to go and um, here's some more evidence and, you know, research to support this. And and so it just became better. So after that whole three and a half year process, well, really the dissertation, you know, a year process, but after the whole program, I was complete. 
when I now have people to read my work, the way that I take feedback, I think it's amazing. And I think it's because I developed a thick skin. Before I wasn't a risk taker because I didn't want to hear the feedback maybe. Or I was too scared to hear what people had to say. Well, when you do that, you close your writing off. Then you don't have the opportunity to truly develop your writing and your voice. And when I first started my blog, I was pretty much keeping it as, you know, a diary account, a journal account, just a place to store up my songs. And so the Everyday Mom Challenge, you know, it was a small viewership. And I could see how many people you know, viewed my, you know, my stats. You can look at your stats on WordPress and, and you could say, well, I, I have a small following. It's safe. And no one has ever, like, critiqued me to the point where red pins show up on WordPress. That's not the platform that, you know, I think we do that. <laughs> I think blogging still needs to be, you know, the best that you put out that you do. But when it comes to writing your novels or short stories or if you're looking for publication you need to expect to receive the feedback what i love is having feedback from my target audience so when i wrote my children's book for from from a dream i woke up on a saturday morning and i wrote it straight from a dream, used my students' names in it in my classroom, um, read it with them. But then, you know, I did that as a way, you know, to include them. It was at the pretty much at the beginning of the year. But I also let a fourth grader read. And her letter back to me was, don't get me wrong. Oh my gosh. Did I not just get tickled? Y'all, I'm serious. As soon as I saw the letter, it said, Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I knew where it was going. It says, I loved your book script, but I think that you had too many things going on at the same time. I also think there were too many words that I did not have a clue of what they meant. In fact, the fourth grader went through and underlined vocabulary words that I used that were too advanced for that grade level. And they went on to tell me that how they were, you know, a straight A student and read all the time, but they still had no clue what the words meant and couldn't figure them out in context clues. So I did a lot of research on children's book and vocabulary um, appropriateness and I realized that I did need to have a proper balance. I do want to have a Lexile that is challenging, but I also do not want to have it where too much is going on and it shuts a reader down from independently reading the book or being able to enjoy the book. So. I haven't went back to the children's book except to do some word choice replacements, like really being intentional about how I could rephrase 
some of the complex sentences that I wrote and, and the couple of the vocabulary words, I still needed to keep the cultural words in and I refuse to take those out. Um, those are words that, you know, matter in my side of the Puerto Rican family and I'm going to keep that in there. But I knew that the feedback that I received was gold. And if, you know, if you ever receive one of those letters, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Just take it as a treasure. Because that's what we need. We need honest feedback, but also directives on how we can improve our work. So someone asked me to critique their work. And I'm better, honestly, I will tell you the truth, at critiquing academic work. I have worked with people going through their dissertations and I've, you know, I just helped one get an approval stage and they just graduated from another university in New York. You know, I'm I'm good at that. I'm good at looking at a rubric and going that route and matching. I think that's the teacher editing in me that I'm better at that. But I did have someone that that's a friend online that asked me to look at their work. And I made it very clear from the beginning, this is what I will look for. Because I know that I am stronger at identifying characterization and checking to see authenticity of voice. So if I know that that's something that I'm stronger at, maybe that's where I can provide value to another writer. I'm not just going to say I'm going to critique it all over the place. I'm going to be very specific in what I look for. And that way, maybe the input that I could provide could be you know, more valuable. So if you're a little intimidated when you have people that want to do a swap with you, maybe that's a direction that you could go when you're providing other feedback to other authors is to say, well, what is something that I'm particularly strong at? And then just go after that when you're looking at a critique. And then they can ask someone else to do another line edit or they can ask someone else to check for holes in this or or you know blah 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 you know whatever it is so I, I do limit what I do for um, critiques for other writers one because I don't have a lot of time myself but when it comes to the academic writing I know that that's a stronger person you know suit of mine I do have that as a service but I've not charged anybody for it yet because I'm just, I got to get that business sense in there to where, and I was offered money on the last one, and I, it was a uh, high school buddy, it was a high school friend's husband, I was like, no, I can't take money, I can't, just pray for me, because I coveted prayers more at that time, and this was a pastor um, of a large church, and they had a lot going on, and I was like, you know, I can't, I can't do it, I can do this for service of the Lord. And just ask for prayers to be lifted up in prayer. And I, I know that that's what happened. So I will say that 
one of my most valuable feedbacks that I've done other than now listen my publishing company amazing my editor off the charts like needs to win an award for editing and I truly you know just owe them so much because of that uh, for what they've done to Sweet Potato Jones the book that I'm going to have released in the spring through the publishing company and that relationship that you have with your publishing company your editor you know hopefully that's a continuous cycle of you know sending books a matching with editors you know perfecting the work polishing it up sending it back going through cycles going through these rounds and I did it with such a joyful heart oh my gosh and as soon as I saw the word you know this is a lovely line that's all I needed I just I had that in my heart and I knew that this was the work that needed to be done so when it was time for me to get some feedback from my YA series that I'm hoping that's going to be picked up and it's um, a horror series I knew what I needed to do I needed to find people that loved horror that can handle it and were you know either interested in the YA genre or they are that air that target audience or just college students too and adults because as an adult I prefer YA so I had a great number of beta readers for that before sending that one off as a pitch and the feedback that I received because I did it chapters as I was writing it was hurry up you know I would receive an email that would say okay I stayed up till 2 30 in the morning I could not put it down and why did you stop I need more um, please send it to me now as soon as I saw that from a college student I realized that I had something I'm not saying that what I have is perfect because you know me I'm gonna say you know there's still work to be done every day as we write and we grow as writers every day but I knew that I had something just from that feedback and it's it's in its rough draft stage you know I wrote it a couple of weeks and it popped it out it was done and I love it and they're some of my favorite characters that I've ever written and I say that because I love all my characters like but the new series I just I love love some of the characters in there and I champion them like I always do <laughs> so hearing the where's the rest of it where's the rest of it and so when I would send the chapters out for the feedback I was continuing to get that not just from the college student but from an adult reader from a YA reader you know from multiple readers and of course my aunt who called me as soon as she finished and she read it in one city so I still did send it to my family 
But this time I was bold. Like I went out there, created a secret Facebook group, and, and got readers, got fan, like not fam, not just family, but friends that had college um, aged children, and you know, working that route really helped me. And there's something about accountability. When you are receiving feedback in that way, and you know that you're piecing it as you go, I think that that was a greater accountability piece for me. And it helped me to continue the writing at a greater, you know, at a faster pace. Because not only did I want to see what was happening, other people were waiting to see what was happening. And I was getting that feedback through Messenger or emails. So that's something to consider too when you're looking for feedback, piecing it to see what that reaction is. Do you have such a strong, stayed up reaction? Couldn't put it down reaction. My thing is, is it's a, the critiques that are a part of it. And many of us, you know, understand the value of the critique, good or bad, ugly or joyful. It's all a purpose, one purpose, to teach us a lesson, to help us be more critical, to help us be more reflective, for us to be able to stand behind our own work So, for example, I had an adult reader question a, like a turn of events in my horror book and said, well, this raises red flags because, and they gave me their take on um, demonic possession, for example, biblical. And so, I knew that I had the Bible to back me up, and I gave them, you know, the verses. I was able to then come back and in a, in a defense, and I'm not saying defense in a defensive way, but just as a defense, to be able to answer with clarity why I made those choices that I made for that character. And it was just reflective of a fall. And so those are things that I'm still considering and I'm still going back and forth. But I knew that what choices that I made for the book, for the, you know, for the future pieces of the series, because I knew what was, you know, books ahead in my mind, that mattered. So... Being able also to take feedback and be able to stand firm in it as well, and then just to be able to discuss it in a respectful way, in an appreciative way, I think that that is a learning process too. And it's a process that we need to undertake, especially when we understand that there are critics out there in the world. So I encourage you that when you write, 
find yourself ways to get feedback from your target audience. If you're writing for business, then reach out to industry. Look on, look on your LinkedIn account and see some of the connections that you might have made that might be doing a similar position as you, that you might want to have them, you know, maybe you don't want to read them to read the whole thing. Maybe you just want them to read an excerpt of your writing just to give you a snapshot of the style. Does the, is the style, you know, formal or informal or is it pleasing? Is it something that someone would want to continue reading? And in that way, you can give somebody this, you know, dip in, dip out responsibility. I know that if you sometimes will say to someone, well, can you, you know, read my whole novel, my whole 400 page <laughs> YA, it might, the, the flags might go up and they'll go, what? 400 pa- I don't have time to read for What? I can't do that. I can't look at a screen like that or no. I, I mean, that might in itself shut people down from giving you like feedback. But if you say, hey, you know, the first 10 pages, they really matter. Um, it really sets up your book. I really need you to consider thinking of your first 10 pages when you're asking for feedback. And you can funnel it that way. You can narrow it down. You can ask for constructive criticism. You can give a rubric if you want to. You can create your own rubric. I mean, I created a rubric because I needed that for myself, like a checklist of, you know, what would I want to read as a reader for the first 10 pages? So that way I can try to be a little bit more reflective and work on my own learning style and just what I'm strong in, like that teacher eye. Sometimes it's really hard to go back in on your own work. I'm going to be honest. Like with my songs, I can't. I told you guys, like when I write songs, like that's it. I'm a songwriter. And when I put that word down, that lyric doesn't want to move off that notes, that that page. That, That lyric just wants to stay right where it's at. When it's novel, it's pretty much um, the same way. I struggle with being able to clean up my own work efficiently. So I have to step away from the work for a while, go back in it with fresh eyes. Then if you have other people, even just reading a scene, then I think that that could be beneficial for you as well. So I hope that um, you guys... As you're developing your, your thick skin, know that every day we take risks as writers. And one of those is opening up our work for other people. And I challenge you to do that today. Find a critique partner. Find someone you trust. Find someone that you value. Someone's opinion that you respect. A previous professor, someone at a university, a teacher, someone at a local library. Think about ways that you could possibly create either, you know, like the secret Facebook group or ask for swaps with another writer. Like you could create 
a circle of people that could be a beta for you that could beta read for you but they and you might not just have them read the entire book you might have a chapter and excerpt the first 10 pages the first page and you could build yourself up that way so i challenge you to do it today and i'll be praying for you i hope you guys have a blessed one bye